A witch, a demon with a giant rubber pumpkin forehead, a motionless, soulless husk of a kid. But hey, it has a naked Leanna Quigley shower scene. We watch Jacko, a.k.a. Jack O'Lantern. We watch it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. Joining me via Zoom uh, is my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. How are you doing on this fine Sunday afternoon? Zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Uh, (laughs) Shake your rump. Yeah, (laughs) I'm doing good. This is our uh, last podcast before Halloween. Yes, it is. We'll have the day after Halloween, but yeah, this is... uh, the one leading up to the wonderful, most wonderful time of the year. I'm not talking about Christmas, motherfucker. I'm oh, talking fuck about that Halloween. noise. Yes, I agree. But Halloween is the best Halloween, time. Of course, it's going to be stymied because of COVID. But fuck it, man. Let's try and make it fun anyway. Try and have some some good times. Have you been watching any good movies at all? I know last time we talked, you got a chance to watch Halloween 2018. Anything else come across your radar? Uh, I, did, I did finally get to watch um, the remake of The Invisible Man the other night. Uh, and that was okay. Yeah, there were some good parts to it. Um, it was fine, I guess. Uh, other than that, uh, no, I haven't really had a chance to watch anything good lately. Just, just uh, uh, the, sh- the shit we're about to talk about right now. Yeah, honestly. yeah. So I got a chance. Uh, I think I told you last week I saw Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, I watched The Gate. I don't know if you ever seen that one. That one scared the shit out of me as a kid. And also, which may be a surprise to many, I finally, finally watched Halloween 6, which I've never seen before, and I just watched it for the first time the other day. Huh. Uh, yeah, we talked about that uh, when we were uh, playing games the other night, that I can't believe that you just finally got to watch yeah. Halloween 6. Um, it's not one of the... You know, a lot of people think it sucks. It's not a great one. That's one where, you know, at that point, the storyline starts getting really fucking weird and yeah, it, crazy. It's pretty ridiculous. But, man, I love the father character. He's so over the top. He's, like, slapping his daughter. And, like, and I just love the beginning when he's like, enough of this Michael Myers bullshit. And he, like, chops down a Michael Myers, like, stand kids put in his yard. Yeah. I laugh hard at that shit. Like, I feel like. <laughs> Tom Atkins felt in Halloween three. <laughs> what? Um, all right. Um, so yeah, uh, I want to say right now, I apologize. I think we might be having some audio issues in this episode. Uh, so bear with it. I apologize if volumes kind of going up and down for you guys listening, um, trying to figure this out. Uh, but we're going to, this week's movie is called Jacko, AKA Jacko Lantern. Um, it was released on October 10th of 1995, um, which kind of surprised me. Because, I mean, to be a mid-90s movie, it, it does not... It feels older. It feels, yeah, it feels so much older. 
Um, it's written by Patrick Moran, based on a story by Fred Olin Ray. Supposedly, I don't know if that just if he just came up with a weird story, basically like this story, and Patrick Moran wrote the screenplay. It's not really clear. Uh, directed by Steve Latshaw, who is also from Decatur, Illinois. He's a local guy. Um, turns out. Oh, yeah. And uh, he also makes a cameo in this movie, which uh, which we'll get to later. Um, uh, you can find this movie on for free on Amazon Prime right now uh, if you really want to torture yourself. Um, the cast of the movie, we have our lead kid who's played by Sha- uh, Sean Kelly, played by Ryan Latshaw. Now, you might be like, wait a minute, I just, didn't I just hear that name? Well, that's correct because this is the director's kid. Oh! Uh, uh, he has been, this kid has been in all, has five credits. All five of those are his dad's movies. So a little bit of nepotism going on there. <laughs> He's de- yeah. Um, we have uh, a couple other names that you, you diehard horror fans might know and uh, some lesser, you know, more casual people. But we have uh, Horrible Horror Hall of Famers, two of them in this movie. We have Brinky Stevens makes a brief cameo appearance. Uh, doesn't even speak a word, I don't think. Uh, but she just uh, she's in it briefly. Uh, and then we have Caroline, who's played by another ho- Hall of Famer. Le- Lania Quigley is also in this movie. Um, yeah. And then, so for you diehards who like uh, might know these names, we have um, John Carradine in this movie. He, this fucker's got 352 credits to his name. The guy died in 1988 before this film was even released, so it's really sketchy at why he's even in this movie. Um, but... Anyway, he was in movies. He was in Frankenstein's Brain, Frankenstein's Island, Satan's Satan's Cheerleaders, which sounds awesome, Doctor Dracula, Horror of the Blood Monsters, The Mummy, and The Curse of the Jackals, Blood of Dracula's Castle, and Astro Zombies are just some of the other horror movies he's been in, or his, his incredible career. Uh, and then Doctor Cadaver is played by Cameron Mitchell. Uh, this guy's got two hundred and forty-one credits. He also Jeez. died before this film was released. Uh, <laughs> he was in Demon Cop, Memorial Valley Massacre, Terror in Beverly Hills, Terror Night, Raw Force, which we've mentioned before on this show. Uh, uh, so, and he was also in Frankenstein's Island with John Carradine. Uh, so those are some of the like uh, bigger horror icons, I guess, um, for those diehards out there. It's like some old school horror stuff. Uh, and- Jeff, Cincinnati Jeff from Here Comes a Spooky Podcast is going to kill me because I still, still have his copy of Raw Force and I still, still haven't watched it yet. And it's been like a year. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mentioned. We wanted to do is like a watch longer, wanted to see it because it sounded so crazy, but we've yet to be able to do that. Um, so, anyway, this movie, uh, today's episode is actually going to be an Aaron episode. He's going to, uh, do his best to get us through this. Uh, it's just been a busy week for the both of us, but uh, I had so much family Halloween stuff I had to do with the kid. I just didn't have time to really do it proper. So Aaron said he'd take over. Um, so we're going to see what, uh, you know, we'll see how this goes. And uh, I don't know. It's not you like you're going to miss much. Like I'm, sorry, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm saying that like you're going to do a shit job. So I apologize. That's not what you I mean. like a teenager getting behind the wheel of a car for the first time. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, now make sure that you have your seatbelt on, You check your mirrors, and, you know, make sure you don't drive with both feet on both pedals. Yeah, I, you're right. I, I'm not, I shouldn't, yeah, you're right. I apologize. However, with that being said, my notes are shitty. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I took a few notes to try to keep up with them, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. So, Aaron, uh, take it away, my friend. All right. So we start with this movie. Uh, the the computer graphics. Uh, I'm not really mad at when it says Jack Old. It's just like like this pumpkin comes at the screen and it says Jack Old Lantern at the bot Jacko and Lantern underneath it. Uh, it, it. It's I don't hate it. You know, it's kind of like a nice little nod back to computer graphics of the '90s. So it's kind of pleased. Well, it's not so really we a open... not, it's not really a nod back if it was made in the '90s. It's just '90s computer graphics. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Yeah, <laughs> but it was just refreshing to see. It was like, oh, I remember that. All right. And you think of Carnosaur, you know? Yeah, I would say that the the opening CGI wasn't terrible. It, it wasn't yeah. too bad. But we that's when it all goes downhill. Yep. <laughs> From here on out, that's. The... And uh, we start, we, we, we cut to a campfire scene where it's just an over-the-hill, middle-aged, obese man with a small child. And that's it. Just yeah, those two. Cool. He looks like, he, and he looks like a creepy fucking pedophilia uncle. Oh, like, yeah. He, I, like, this, I'm like straight up to like, oh my God, this kid's going to get like raped in the woods by this guy. Like, that's the first thing I saw when I looked at the scene. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm getting creepy vibes from this guy so much and he's carving a jack-o'-lantern he's like here you go sean here happy halloween you know and the kid's like what the fuck and then he starts saying uh what was it mr punk something of the effect of uh mr jack will break your back and cut your head off whack 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 and the kid's freaking out and goes you want to know the story of jacko Mr. Pumpkin, it happened years ago with a kid involved with a family that had your name, Kelly. Yeah. Okay. Last kid last name is Kelly. Yeah. And we flash back. I just want to say real quick before we go yeah. on, I, I I'm going to talk about probably a lot in this episode, but I I got to start off, and so you guys know, this fucking kid is the worst. Like we've seen bad child actors before in movies. This kid, I think, is the worst I've ever seen. Like. I think he's a pod person. I, I really think this kid's a pod person. He's void of all human emotion in this movie. And like, it's just, it's almost kind of, it's so bad. It's, 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 it's crazy bad. It's bad. But I, I think he's got, he, he has his hits and misses, but towards where, the end of the film, I want to know where your hits are. Like, where do you think his hits are? Cause God damn, I, I don't see anything. Uh, well, 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 I guess I'll try and remember him. Yeah, they please let me know. Cause I, I, no idea. To me, it's all this. <laughs> it's just, but yeah. Okay, we go to this flashback now. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll give the kid credit because he played two characters. Because we do a flashback <laughs> scene, and we go to a flashback to fucking Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Uh, and this is supposed to be 1915, right? Yeah. But it looks like fucking 1815 or 1715. You know, I mean, it it just it just looks so rustic, and no technology. I mean. You know, 1950, there was electricity. There was, you know, it was there was still some shit happening. Yeah, but I this get, is nothing. I <laughs> agree. Yeah, just, I wouldn't say 1750. I'd definitely give you like 1850. I mean, it looks like like they're frontier people living out, yes. living out. They just sell the land and they're out there, you know, in the you know, it's, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. Yeah, 1915, yeah. my ass. <laughs> so, uh, the little boy is talking to the dad. The dad's like, "I gotta go stop the demon," and the mother is the worst actor i think she was the worst actress in the whole thing she's like the bible says to turn the other cheek and he's like no i gotta go kill him and so they're yelling i don't understand what's happening they're just kind of talking randomly about 
you know, stopping this, like, they already killed this guy. They're stopping a demon. It doesn't make any sense right now at this point. It's all confusing. And I'm just like, okay, the religious wacko is going out to fight the jack-o'-lantern? I don't know. They're not giving us anything to go on. They really don't. Like, they just throw you right in this flashback of these people. And there's yeah, no there's they throw no you this flashback right off the, right in the beginning of the movie. So then they cut to Sean, the kid that was at the campfire, in bed waking up. So it seems like it's a dream. He goes and looks out the window. He sees Jack O'Lantern, the monster. We kind of see an outline of him. And then he wakes up again. They do that dream within a dream yeah. stick. And when he when he wakes up that second time, he just sits in bed. And he, he's staring right into the camera with his soulless eyes just looking at you. Just staring you down, right down, right down the barrel of the camera. These empty, yeah. emotionless eyes, and it's it's kind of creepy. Like, what the fuck, kid? Jesus. <laughs> if it is a scary movie, Jesus. <laughs> so then we roll more opening credits. Yes. So we've already had our opening credits, but then we roll our opening credits again, uh, which takes about a minute and a half. It's a long time. Uh, so finally, they get run done with the opening credits, and we're we're, we're in present day. In the daytime, in suburbia, and walking down the street is Sean and his two friends, a guy and a girl, Robbie, and I don't remember the other chick's name. Um, they're walking down the street, and Robbie's kind of being an asshole. He's saying things like, oh, the boogeyman's going to get you, Jack O'Lantern, and he starts saying more of that Jack O'Lantern rhyme. Um, and <laughs> uh, Sean's saying, that's not true, that's not true. Robbie then says, well, what about the witch? Your dad didn't tell you about that, did you? And he says, there's a car driving by and says, that's the witch right there. It's just some random lady driving by. They decide to go and hide because she's parking alongside the street. And this lady looks like she's on all the Xanax in the world. She looks like she is to me. Like she looks like she's like the, like the crazy cat lady. Like she's got this crazy, like perm, curly perm hair that should be in the 80s not the 90s and she does look like kind of gaunt and just you just know she's got like eight cats at her house you know she's supposed to be the witch but yeah she looks weird she looks so pharmaceutical up like she's <laughs> operating like the lights are on nobody's home the pilot is barely hanging on she's got like lipstick on her teeth She's which, wearing two different colored shoes. Which would like, explain her actions because like, she, you're right. She pulls up to the curb and she just sits there. She doesn't like, you know, yeah. pull, people pull up to the curb. They park the car. They get out. They go somewhere. This lady just pulls up. It's like a random, like no rhyme or reason. Just parks at this random spot and just sits in her car. Just sits there and does nothing. She doesn't get out. She, she doesn't like do anything. She's not looking for someone. She just sits in her car like a crazy person. Like, I don't know if she's having a conversation with herself or she, it, it's weird. It's so odd. It, she just sits in her car for like a long time doing nothing <laughs> as the kids in the bushes. The suburbs, she's pumping herself up because she's so fucking pilled up. She's <laughs> pumping herself up because she's like, I'm leaving the suburbs. I'm about to drive on the highway. Oh, shit. Come on. Come on, Stacy. Get your shit together. <laughs> Actually, her name is Vivian, but yeah, whatever. Vivian. <clears throat> anyway. The kids see her park, and they decide to go and hide because they say she's a witch, so sure. Um, Robbie, being a dick, says this is how they used to treat witches back in the old day and picks up rocks and starts chucking them at her car, <laughs> saying that he's going to stone her and burn her at the stake. Sean takes offense to that, and he's like, we're going to get in trouble. 
they get into a Robbie and Sean get into a scuffle. Robbie's on top of Sean. And that's when the witch lady, whose name is Vivian, gets out of the car, comes up and shakes Robbie off, and they go running off. She thanks Sean, saying, Thanks, Sean, for, you know, thank you so much for keeping saving my car my, from being- Yeah, saving my car. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what she's really happy about. And then she wants to walk him home so she can meet his parents. Again, kind of creepy that this random lady's like, Hey, let me walk you home, kid. Like, I come up and just sit, like, she's like a fucking kidnapper, man. She, like, she, she parks a car in the middle of a suburban neighborhood filled with kid and just sits there looking, like, doing nothing. It's like she's, like, staking this kid out or something like that. And she's like, hey, let me walk you home. Yeah, and you like, like okay. Offered first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, well, it's fucking so weird. So then we, we cut to dad who's outside working on a banner advertising his haunted garage. Yes. Now, the only reason I mention this is because it's so insane what this guy is doing. He has a piece of wood behind a cloth banner, and he's screwing in with a Phillips head screwdriver the cloth banner into this piece of wood, but not securing it, so it's just flapping. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, the it's only thing so I can think weird. of is that he's. I guess he's using the wood at the bottom as like a way to keep the banner from blowing around. But at that point, why did just why just like think that's there's better ways to secure the banner than what he's doing? It's so weird. It's so like big way to secure the banner. Yeah, so strange. And still, if a strong wind's gonna blow, it's still gonna blow around in the wind. Now you're that block of wood is gonna be like knocking up, like denting your aluminum garage or something. It's it's so weird. The wind is blowing and it's flopping around all over the fucking place. That's why it's so noticeable. Um. He the dad looks over and sees Vivian and Sean walking through all the neighbors' yards up yeah, to them. Yeah, use the fucking sidewalk, you goddamn savages! It's right <laughs> fucking there. animals. I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know he's like, "Who's this, Sean? Oh, this is Vivian. She saved me from Robbie." He's like, "Oh, that was that was sure nice of you." And she's like, "Boy, you have a haunted garage. I would like to help with that." Well, sure, come on in. Let's Again, red so- flag, like, number two. Like, this is so suspicious. Like, so weird. It's like, she comes out of nowhere. She doesn't know any of these people. And she's like, hey, I like want to help you with your neighborhood haunted garage. Let me work for you. And she's like, yeah. Okay, strange lady who's escorting my weird son home for no reason. Like, that's weird. And, and also, I kind of love the- I, I, I love the fact that, you know, Sean mentioned, like, oh, he got into a fight with Robbie. Uh, Vivian tells the father, yeah, Sean, he sure did hold his own in that fight. I'm like, what fucking fight were you watching, lady? Because Sean just got destroyed in that fight. He got dominated in that fight. Like, it was Robbie on, like, basically mounting him and, like, ground and pounding him, making him, like, Sean hit himself and all this stuff. And he just laid there like a bitch. He was Robbie's bitch in that fight. And she's like, he sure did hold his own. No, he didn't. Yeah. He got his ass kicked. <laughs> You got to pump the kid's ego up a little bit, I right? I guess, but damn. So they send Sean inside. And when Sean goes inside, all of a sudden when he goes inside, he looks at the house and it's an outdoor setting, kind of like Troll, the movie Troll. He goes inside and he goes through another door and he's in this dark, haunted woods. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. There's no, it's such a weird scene. So he goes into this dark, deep woods and he kind of. <clears throat> He runs into what I call the Dollar General version of Vincent Price. <laughs> it's, it's John Carradine. He's, yeah. he's this wizard sitting on the ground 
in a black robe. And he, he just he looks like a shitty version of Vincent Price. Yeah, you know? and, and like you said, it's so like, like is this stock footage like from something else or like, it has to be because like all it is like I said, the guy died like in 1988. This movie was released in 1995. I don't so like this had to be stock footage from some other movie that never got released, and this guy's like, oh, I'll use that. One, John Carradine never speaks a word in this movie. I don't think. At all. He just sits there in this robe on the ground looking weird and like I almost feel sad for this guy. Like I feel like he's like being there against his will or something like this. This old guy who like, probably doesn't even know where he is or what he's doing anymore at this point. People are like, Yeah, just sit here and take advantage of you. We're gonna But it's so fucking weird. And yeah, and like why is Sean in this dream world? Like, did he just pass out all of a sudden? Like is he epileptic? Like what's happening? It, none of it, none of the nothing makes sense at this point. It's so yeah, it's <laughs> He's in this dream world, and he sees John Carradine, and there's a voiceover. So I don't know if John Carradine's doing the voiceover or what, because there are some things that he says that don't make any fucking sense. Uh, anyway, he started the, 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 the wizard is bragging about how powerful he is, and Sean goes walking into, and he's back in the past again, and he sees that dad that from the past, like, come across some dead bodies doesn't fucking matter because it never ties back in the story but it's just like a spooky ooky moment um <laughs> then we cut to vivian inside the house waking sean up so you're right he did he just went inside and passed out and had a vision and for some reason not his mom not his dad but crazy vivian ladies waking him up like hey sean why don't you get on up buddy she goes what? inside these people's homes. They're complete strangers, but she's like inside their house now. Like, why are you in their house? Like, yes. Like, what is this lady is? It's what? She's a creeper. She's so creepy. And she goes, your dad tells me your favorite television shows on. You want to go watch? Yeah. He's like, oh my god. <laughs> yes, we have to talk about this. Okay, first of all, um, before like during that flashback you had. Uh, I found it weird that the, uh, the the guy in that flashback, that you know, the guy who's like, we're going to go kill the demon. He says something like, it's time to go do the devil's work. But, yeah. Which is odd because I would think killing a demon would be more like God's work. God's work. Like, yeah, why would he say it's time to go do the devil's work? We're going to go kill a demon. Like, no, that's a good thing. You'd be doing God's work. So it's just that's just an odd thing that I thought, like this weird terminology. I thought that was weird. Um but then the, the TV show thing, it's another creepy thing. Like, is, is, like, Vivian, like, stalking this kid? Because, like, she apparently just met this guy, like, just a few minutes ago, this kid. So how the fuck does she know what his favorite TV show is and when it's on? She should not know that at dude. all. She has no business knowing this information. So I think she's, like, stalking this kid for, like, a it just while. Gets it just gets weirder and weirder. So we cut to... Uh, these people pulling up in a truck and I just call them the no good Nicks. It's you always got to have no good Nicks and shitty movies. It's like these, these, these older teens, early twenties or late teens. And you know, they're up to no good. These no good Nicks are wearing plaid, chugging beers and looking for a good time. It's two guys and a girl. Um, they talk about how there's a graveyard around here and they want to find the old graveyard because it's spooky. Yuki. Um, and they're, they're kind of, playing grab ass having fun and actually there is one part that i kind of like is the girl one of the girls or pardon me the only girl tosses her beer at one guy and he misses him and he goes hey 
there was still beer in that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did kind of like that part. Yeah, that's probably like the uh, like probably one of the best lines or moments in, in the movie is that one. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're looking around and they 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 come across um, uh, this, some graveyards, some grave markers. They're like, wow, look at these graves. Whoa. And then they cut away again. And that's something I'm just going to mention right here. There are so many cutaways in this movie. They never let a scene develop without it. Like they never have a scene start and finish without cutting into like three or four other like plot points. Yeah. All the time. Uh huh. I agree. The editor is horrible. Uh, I also at one point out that they were drinking good old, the classic quality Hom's beer. (laughs) Hom's light. Yes. Hom's light. Yes. The the quality beer they're (laughs) drinking. Uh, yeah, and, and you do. They, I don't know if you mentioned it, you said about the graves, but they find the styrofoam grave, so it's clearly made out of styrofoam. These gravestones, yeah. it's so cheaply done. So we cut away from the no good nicks to Sean and his dad watching Dr. Cadaver. Uh, that's this like, uh, it's kind of like it's a throwback again. It's not, it wasn't a throwback at the time, uh, but it was. This is one of those cable TV hosts, it's like, like uh, local- Elvira, like an Elvira thing, kind of like. like Elvira, like a Joe Bob, like a Spen Spenduli, I think is the name. Um, and but there apparently there were a lot more of these back in the day, and it's kind of a bummer because you know they were cool. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of like fun, kind of a local thing that was unique to certain areas. And we don't have that anymore, really. I mean, what no. we have is like we have, we have Elvira and Joe Bob, and Elvira is like maybe once a year. And Joe Bob is like once a month now, I think, or something like that. And he, even his stick is, you know, it's unique. It's his own little thing. But I, I miss those those goofy cable access uh, horror hosts. Yeah, kind of like, it was like the old like sort of like USA's up all night uh, kind of type thing, too. That was always fun. Uh, yeah. But this yeah, Dr. Cadaver, who's supposed to be like the creepy host, like Elvira, like they did like no, they made zero effort to make this guy creepy. I mean, his hair is a little like mad scientisty, a little creepy, like, you know, all like done up, like all, you know, like he stuck his finger in a light socket type thing. But he's all they do. He's just sitting in front of like a folding wooden, like shingle closet door. It's like this white folding shingle closet door. He's just sitting from, that's it. That's the creepy set for Dr. Cadaver's like monster uh, madness. It's, it's it ridiculous. Keeps it sterile. Okay. It's not even a lie. It's just, fucking closet it's just a closet folding closet door it's so bad like just putting it in front of a blank wall would have been better than the folding like the closet door like i just anyway i'm sorry go on so mom comes home and mom has groceries and uh we get like a little how-to uh show and tell of 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 like uh what to do for a halloween spooky good time uh you know because they're having this haunted horror garage and She's like, okay, well, I've got corn syrup and and food coloring for the blood, and they show it. Yeah. I've got a flower flower for the brain, and they show it. And I got spaghetti for what? And he goes, guts. And they're like, yeah. So yeah. it's almost like giving you a tutorial on what to do to have like that kitty fun. Yeah. And the mom, oh my god damn. The mother's oh, the Jesus. mother's eyes always yes. look like they're trying to jump out of her fucking skull. They're huge. <laughs> All the time, like I've never seen a woman with like bigger bug eyes, like constantly. There's like it's almost again kind of creepy, and she's not trying to be. It's just she's got these giant bug eyes that always look like they're trying to jump out of her skull and get away. It's they're always 
open all the way. And then when you think they couldn't get any bigger, she'll like overemphasize, like roll her eyes, and it just goes, wow. Yeah. Holy shit. You're right. Uh, we also get another after school special moment about how it's good to help the homeless. Um, but that's, I just found that interesting. Um, we cut back to the no good Nicks, and the no good Nicks uh, are still dicking around. They're looking in this graveyard and they find this cool looking cross. It's literally two sticks basically nailed together. And for some reason, they think this is the coolest fucking shit ever. One of the no good Nicks is going to pick it up and play with it, but the other guy's like, hey man. That could be someone's grave marker. Be respectful. Don't pull it out. He's like, okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, when we get like a little flashback, we show like, um, oh, wait. No, never mind. Yeah. But apparently, this is the same cross that the dad was putting the, 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 the flashback dad yes. back in the old 1890s or 1915s putting together. So, this is the, the old cross that he was working on. Yeah. And uh, they also find an old scythe, too. It's like having yes. a line on the ground. Perfectly, like, because <laughs> why perfectly not? preserved scythe that's been sitting out there for 80 some odd years. <laughs> yeah. And one of the no good Nicks picks it up and he's like, whoa, dude. And I'm like, okay. We're going to talk about this. Nope. Another hard cut to naked Leanna Quigley. Yep. Naked Quigs just rubbing herself down in the shower. Like, not really washing. She's like, there's no like soap suds. She's not really clean. She's just like in the shower rubbing water over her body. That's basically the entire scene. Like, Dude, that's it's it. For a minute. It's just like, I'm going to rub my butt. I'm going to rub my boobs. I'm going to rub my butt some more. Rub my upper <laughs> thighs. And then we'll rub my boobs again. I, I got, her hair, she never washes her hair. Hair doesn't get wet. Like it's like there's no point to the shower other than just I'm gonna be wet in the shower, like naked and yeah. wet. Like that's the whole point of the shower. Yeah, we, we, and then we cut outside and we meet Jim and Julie. Jim, it looks like a classic greaser with, with a motorcycle. You know, leather jacket, blue jeans, white shirt. Um, he's I swear to God, it should be Deuce and Domino. You know, yeah. kind of look. Little pro wrestling throw out there. Yeah, that's an old one. I, yeah, that's surprise, surprise. You put that old with I still that one. Got it. I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Julie, who is Quiggs's sister, who has the most torn up jeans I think you've ever seen in your entire life. Um, and for some reason, they're out on his bike in their front yard. There's a shitload of garbage on the ground, and there's no explanation why there's all this garbage on the ground, which is kind of strange. Uh, and they're arguing about cigarettes. And you kind of get this impression that Jim's a dick. Um, Quiggs is getting interrupted by uh, Sean's mom calling her, asking her to babysit Sean while they're taking care of the haunted garage. Uh, yeah, and Jim and mind, Billy, also, I'm sorry, but Lydia, at this point, Lydia Quigley is no spring chick. I mean, she's not old. But when you think of a babysitter for a kid, you know, you think a high school girl, maybe maybe college home on break. Lydia Quigley looks like she's in her 30s at this point. Like, she has no business babysitting a kid at this point on Halloween. You know, it just seemed odd. It's like, they should, it should, I don't know. It just was, she looked too old to be babysitting at this point. Yeah, she, I mean, at best, she's in her mid-30s. At best. Yeah. She's probably, like, you know, yeah. Anyway, um, Quigs, is, while she's talking to Sean's mom, they keep showing Jim and Julie revving their motorcycle up over and over and over <laughs> just tacky what a bunch of dicks yeah. um and apparently the neighbors don't like that either because they they cut to the neighbors looking also at julie and jim revving their motorcycle 
And I just call these neighbors the Republicans because all they do is they watch. Now, this is really strange. They kind of have a hot take on conservative media where all they're doing is watching this host who I think is supposed to like be a Rush Limbaugh yeah, kind exactly of character. Right. It's like a, a wannabe Rush Limbaugh type show. And yeah, they're, they're come on. They're, obviously the Republican, but they're not all Republicans are that bad. These are over the top conservatives, like the extreme, almost the point where like, there's no yeah, way, anybody, there's no way people are really like this. It's just over the top written. Extreme. It's total, it's total satire, but man, he's, he's like, it's good to love an American. Be American, unless they're liberal scum. They don't deserve to be breathing the same air. Yeah, you should kill them because they're still in your air. Think about that. Yeah, like, they, want, they want handouts like air. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so in your face yeah, and it, over the top. It's oh, way like, over the top. I, it's, it's, it's beyond satire, and it's just it's, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, the neighbors, um, you know, as I, as I said, they're watching their political shows and they're calling Quigs white trash because they're not far off the target. <laughs> they're not too far off considering they got a person in their front yard with a bunch of garbage revving a motorcycle up. I'd probably be in that same camp. <laughs> um, we then cut to Vivian, uh, who is now pulling up to where the no good nicks are. She pulls up her car to where they, they no good nicks parked their truck and we cut over to and it's like i'm like okay what's going on what's vivian doing where the no good nicks are you know in that graveyard area why is she there i don't know we cut to sean and dad talking about mr jack the pumpkin man yada 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 it's no big deal <clears throat> dad said he's heard it but he brushes it off um doesn't matter it's 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 a shitty cut again we cut back to the no good nicks they're hanging around, drinking more beers. Um, one of them is playing grab ass with the girl, and she's chasing him. He trips next to the cross that they said not to remove, and he pulls it off, acting like, you know, get back, get back with the cross. And they're like, oh, dude, you should have done that. And, of course, when that happens, shitty lightning and shitty thunderstorm rolls in out of nowhere. Exactly. Um, out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> we cut to Sean, who's having more nightmares about Jacko, uh, fighting the farmer guy, this jack-o'-lantern monster fighting the farmer guy. And we kind of finally get a good look at the jack-o'-lantern monster in this flashback. And honestly, it doesn't look bad. I didn't think the monster looked too, too bad. Uh, I kind of... Yeah, I, I'm kind of on the other side there. I think if this was like the 80s, I'd probably be a little more... I'd give it a little more slack, but it's pretty shitty. It's just like a giant rubber pumpkin head on this guy who's clearly wearing like giant shoulder pads underneath this torn up like scarecrow clothing. It just looks so bulky and odd that I, I don't know. It's just, I thought it looks pretty, it looks pretty shitty to me, but it looks kind of like a walking bobblehead basically in, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't mind it. I, I kind of like it. But anyway, he's, he's having another dream uh, where he's, watching the farmer guy fight Jacko fighting him. Um, he then sees his, he cuts, he like turns around and then he sees his parents, which are trapped by dollar store, Vincent price, the wizard. And he's saying, I'm the judge of the hill. You will be judged. And your judgment is death. It doesn't make any sense. No sense. And I don't know if they're trapped. Like there's one point, like they're not even trapped. They're just, 
the parents are on their knees. They're kneeling in front of, of the old man in the black robe who's just sitting like Indian style on the ground in his robe. Like nothing's happening. They're just kneeling there. And Sean's like kneeling behind them or standing behind them. And the parents just kind of like twist around. Like they're like, Sean, help us. Help us, Sean. Uh, like nothing. What? What? Why is this happening? Like there's nothing keeping them there. And then like, like, yeah. And there's a force field, I think. Yeah. Then they push Sean gets trapped in a force field. What? What? Okay. Goddamn movie. It's, it's uh, not the man. It's pretty bonkers. Like nothing makes cut sense. Back to the no good Nicks, who are drinking brews again. Oh, and also, time, I'm sorry. You can also clearly tell in, in these scenes, like anything that's not a close up of the man in the black robe, it's so plainly obvious that it's not uh, John Carradine. It's uh, uh, it's clearly somebody else because the, the robe, the hood, it doesn't really cover his face well enough to like pull this off because you can clearly see it's like a guy like this. 30s it's like a guy in his 80s in this in this robe uh it's it's pretty bad it's pretty blatant but i'm sorry go yeah, on. It's, it's it's ridiculous um so we cut back to the no good nicks uh you know after they pulled the cross up they're still drinking more beers uh and suddenly mr jacko jacko comes out uh he comes out of the ground he sets the cross on fire um and he <laughs> this is when jacko attackos because he will uh, not rest in peace. Because he comes out <laughs> with a hand right, right out of the ground. It's, I don't know. So, go ahead. It's pretty, yeah, so Jacko comes up, sneaks up on the no good Nicks. The girl's kind of farther away. She's like, guys, I want to leave. So she's getting up to leave. And as she turns around, Jacko kills both of the no good Nick boys with just a couple swings of the scythe. We see one gets his throat slit. The other one has blood splashed across his face we don't quite see what happens blood splashes on the girl and she screams goes running off um jacko gives chase she's running through a swamp now all of a sudden she's in a swamp yeah, uh, yeah. that was weird because we're in the middle of like yeah old, like feet wood like kind of plain woods or maybe kind of some outskirts of like some old cornfield or something like that with some wood around, and then, yeah, then obviously she's gonna get a swamp up to her knees. Like, what? Where'd yeah. that come from? <laughs> Why? Huh? And yeah. like, she run, she's running, and she just at one point she just stops. She just yes. stops running and just drops to her knees right in front of Jacko, and basically lets him kill her. She she could have kept running. She could she he, he raises up the scythe and again. Just she just sits there like on her knees, just like huh. Okay, doesn't she clearly has plenty of time to try to move out of the way, get up and run, yeah. but she doesn't. She just sits there and lets him kill her. Like it's I, so bad. Uh, it's it's bad. So she gets killed. She gets she gets sliced across the throat, and I do like watching her die because the blood's going. It's kind of fun looking. Um, and then we cut to Sean waking up in bed, like Whoa, like it's a dream. Goes over to the window again. Looks out, sees Jacko, and wakes up again. Yep, they did it again. They just like recycled the same footage. footage. Ugh. Okay, but I think next, if I'm mistaken, but it cuts back to I think Vivian out in the woods. If I'm mistaken, I think yeah. that's what happened. Like, first of all, why the fuck is she in the woods? I mean, you mentioned she pulled up, but why is she there? She there's no is reason that- for her to be there. And then she finds. Like all the dead bodies of teenagers, she finds like all of them, and she has zero reaction to finding dead teenagers in the woods. Like brutally she's, kind of, she's oh, like, I guess I better bury them because she goes and gets a shovel. Yeah, 
Like, what? <laughs> like, I better not call the police or anything. She has zero reaction. Like, I guess I'll bury him. All right. No, nothing I can do. <laughs> like, what, what the, the fuck? <laughs> uh, we cut to the next day. It's morning. Um, <laughs> and Jim, Julie, and Quiggs all arrive on one motorcycle. They're yeah. riding three deep. Three on a motorcycle. That's just irresponsible and dangerous. Who rides three on a motorcycle? That's so bad. That's so unsafe. Uh, and none of them have helmets on, by the way. None of them have helmets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we pull up to the house. Lena Quigley starts flirting with Sean's dad uh, pretty heavily. Um, Sean asks if he can go see the bike. And he goes, yeah, it's okay to look, but not to touch. As he's looking at Quigley, like, there's sexual tension between <laughs> Dumpy Dad and Quig. <laughs> Why are they doing this? I don't know. <laughs> why, why, why waste the time to make like this daddy, this like chubby, schlubby suburban dad be like this like sexual interest with Leanna Quigley? I don't know why they did it, but I kind of love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically there's a long scene where Sean gets onto the bike with Jim. Jim's trying to be nice. He's like, I'll take you for a ride. He just drives around a suburban area. No problem. I mean, granted, he's, he's not going fast, but the parents are really upset about it. It's a long scene. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. The other weird thing about that scene is when Quigley shows up, Sean's like, he's wearing like all black. He's wearing like black jeans and like a black sweatshirt and, uh, his Halloween costume to go trick or treating is just a cheap plastic hockey mask and black clothes. That's his whole costume. But when he pulls the mask down over his face to show it quickly, and every time he, for some weird reason, I don't know why they did this. It's so re- it's so odd. He wears the mask over his glasses. It's that can't be comfortable. I, as someone who wears glasses, I would never do that. You take the glasses off and you put the mask on. You don't wear it over your glasses. It's so odd and uncomfortable. But this kid, that's the choice uh, they make. Like I said, this kid's, I don't know, nothing. He's, I don't think he's human, but he's like an alien. <laughs> try, he's like an alien pretending to be human or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. So, so Vivian then shows up. She comes over and she starts talking to uh, the dad about, you know, our families used to be friends back in the day. Look at my old Bible. Hey, Sean, have you ever seen this guy? And shows a picture of uh, Dollar General Vincent Price. And he's like, I've seen him in my dreams. And they're like, what the fuck? But they don't really. And she's Vivian's like, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of like interested <laughs> about it. Uh, but it doesn't really go anywhere beyond that. Uh, we watched some more Dr. Cadaver, which is fun. Uh, I always like Dr. Cadaver. I'm always a fan. Uh, and that's when Vivian starts to tell the story of the Kelly family versus the, man, the Machin family. Machin. So apparently this is what happened. The wizard dollar store vincent price oh yeah i forgot was, to say he's a wizard yeah <laughs> not a wizard or a he's a fucking wizard <laughs> so he killed some people back in the early 1900s the kelly family at that same time said darn tootin you're not gonna kill anybody else and they hang the wizard before the wizard dies he curses the town with the Jacko demon to have their streets run with red with blood. And that's how the tie-in comes now with the old family flashbacks of the fa- little house in the prairie farmer guy fighting Jacko. It's his old family members. So that's the relationship between 
Vivian and Sean's family is that they used to have beef back in the day. And Vivian's like, don't worry, it's cool. Time heals all wounds. Yeah. And this is something, and again, the timeline gets kind of fucked up. Because really, when you think about it, it's only been 81 years. That's just one lifetime. So in a matter of one lifetime, you wouldn't have any knowledge of your family hanging a man, yeah. killing a man. Yeah, that, that, that Arthur Kelly, the guy who kills Jack or, or hung him, would should, should all right should be um, Sean's dad's like grandfather. Yeah. And you're telling me like his like the dad's father never said, "Oh, son, let me tell you about your grandfather and the shit that he went down." Or the grandfather when he was alive never told uh, like his grandson about you know this shit. Like wow, yeah, there should have been a much bigger gap in in between when the the shit went down like when like and nowadays there should have been like several generations it should have been like back in like you know this you know 1600s or something like that back in europe or something like that not like 80 years ago in like suburban california you know it's (laughs) it's really bad it's bad writing it's it's just poor decisions it's 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 shitty yeah uh, as I said, they were watching some Dr. Gadaver, and this is where we see our uh, cameo from Brinky Stevens. She's 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 not speaking her lines, but she's overdubbed her lines about how she's a witch in a coven. I had the subtitles on, so I'm reading all this. I'm like, yeah. she's got a lot of dialogue with no with like very little screen time, and it's just horrible the way she's doing it. But whatever. I don't, know, I, and honestly, I don't even know if it's really her doing the voiceover or if it's just her. I think it is because I remember her a horrible fucking voice. From Mrs. Claus, it sounds <laughs> like she she just lost all ability to act once she hit forty. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, can, mom, mom doesn't like Vivian being there. She's like, this lady gives me the creeps, and this is where I have in my notes. And rightfully Fucking so. <laughs> rightfully so. She should be giving you the creeps. You should be kicked this girl out a long time ago. Like, so, get away from my family. Not only is dad flirting with Quiggs, he brings in the strange woman and is, like, giving her wine and talking about family pasts. And it's getting kind of... It's, it's just weird. It's just really weird. Mom? Mom's okay in my book. <laughs> yes, I dad, agree. Dad, he's a fucking dope. Uh, we cut back to the Republicans watching more of their Rush Limbaugh show. And it's nighttime, and kids are coming up to come trick-or-treating. When they come to trick-or-treating, he's like, these little parasites. And he comes out saying, I own a grocery store. I sell my food. I don't give it away. I don't give handouts away. Get out of here. You know, this loves capitalism. Um, And we also see Jacko, like, lurking in the distance. Uh, We cut back to Sean's house, and we get a chance to see the haunted garage. Boo. It's, it's bad. It's it's terrible. I mean, it's it's just basically your store bought chinky little Halloween decorations put up in a garage. You know, like the, the yeah. It's it's, it's, it's really terrible. Uh, Quiggs and Julie arrive and they're knocking the front door, but the front door is sticking. He's like, "Oh, this door is stuck again." Foreshadowing much? Yeah, maybe it's stuck because you, you're not turning the handle. You, he just put, you can clearly see when he's trying to open the door, he's never turning the handle. His hand's just on the knob, and he's not. He's just like, it won't open. It's like, well, turn the knob, you dumbass. Like that's why it's not opening. That's 
Anyway, I'm sorry. It just so Quiggs arrives and she's gonna, you know, Quiggs and Julie arrive. They're gonna take Sean trick or treating while the parents and Vivian work, you know, host the garage duties. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to the Republicans and the kids that got the business about trick or treating. They decide to play a prank on them. They're throwing toilet paper rolls out there. Well, keep on. This is Robbie uh, and that girl from the, that other girl that yeah. uh, we saw earlier. We, I don't even know what her name is, but it, 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 yeah, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter really. But yeah, yeah. On. So, and then after they play pranks. More teens come out and they steal a hubcap and throw it against the wall. It's it's so it's why do we have this other set of teens playing pranks on the Republican guys? I don't understand, but they do. Uh, the the man comes out and he's like, "You kids, I'm going to get you!" And as he's yelling at him, up comes Jacko. Jacko shows up and Jacko kind of looks at him. He's like, "Aren't you a little too old and big to be trick or treating, Bucko?" And with I love that, the Jack- Bucko. I love it. He throws in the bucko. I do love bucko too. Jacko doesn't play that shit. He swings his scythe up into his gut and he's blah, mouth blood everywhere, killing the, the red meat Republican against the tree. I love the goofy ass look on this guy's face as he dies. It's the <laughs> silliest looking death face I've seen in a long time. It's kind of priceless. It's, it's hilarious. It is pretty good. Uh, so the wife is asking, he's like, Hey, come back in here. Come back in here. Why are you outside still? She sees the dead husband freaks out, runs inside. She runs inside, turns off the lights and she's, <laughs> she's walking back to the kitchen where earlier she was making toast and commented on the slippery rug. Uh, and of course, what does she do? She grabs the butter knife for defense and Pi has the best death I've seen in a long time. It's fucking slips, awesome. Slips <laughs> on the rug and jams the butter knife into the toaster and begins to smoke a ton and blue electricity shooting out. And it goes on and on and the lights are flickering on and off and the uh, cuts back and she's a fried skeleton still frying so much smoke. It's, it's amazing. It's unbelievable. It's so crazy. Oh, it's it's fucking bonkers, man. It, it's beautiful though. It's so it, it, the electricity. Who slips and sticks a knife in a toaster, and they have that be her death, and the and it's like it, the way it goes on and on and on. There's so much electricity frying her. You see her start as a human, and she like, she gets fried down basically to like a skeleton with like with her hair like sticking straight up on end. And so much fucking smoke. It's like I I don't even know. I don't know, like something exploded in the kitchen. It's it's, it's the most hilarious. over the top death I've seen in a long time, and I was so happy. Yeah, <laughs> it's so oh. stupid, but at the same time, I was I was supposed to say like I was so happy with it. I like this is so dumb, but I love it. it so bad. <laughs> it was oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Jacko. He like watches this happen from the doorway, and he's like, "My work here is done." Yeah, like I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> looking at it like, "Holy shit! I can't believe that happened." <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, we cut to the house, back to Sean's house, where Julie makes a break for it with Jim. She doesn't want to be stuck in suburbia in a white bread atmosphere. So Quiggs is stuck with Sean for trick or treating. They said they're going on a beer run. 
uh, Quigley takes uh, Sean trick or treating. Um, and this is where it was like, we, we they, as they're trick or treating, we see the fat guy from the beginning uh, who's dressed as a fan of the opera. Yeah. And this guy's got, what's wrong with this guy? He's got some problems. Yeah. Cause he's a really fat guy and he's dressed as the fan of the opera and he starts going, Hey Sean, here's your candy. You forgot to say trick or treat. <laughs> he laughed at everything. Fun? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's, what the fuck's wrong? And it's so funny because both Sean and Quiggs are looking at him like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it's really weird. Uh, we cut the, uh, I just call him JJ. Jim and Jill, Julie, uh, they're getting, they, they pull off, they're getting freaky in the woods for some reason. You know, they decided not to get beer. They decided to go to the woods and yep. start get, getting, getting handsy. We see titties. Julie takes off her top, but then, uh, she decides, uh, here's something. Something's bothering me. I'm going to put my top back on. And Jim's like, what the fuck? Why are you putting your top back on? She's like, Hey, I heard something. He's like, come on, slap. She slaps him in the face. Jim gets pissed. He's like, you find your own ride home. I'm getting beer. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Like, I, he's like, get your own ride home. I'm going for some beer. And he dumps her ass, just leaves her in the middle of the woods to go get beer to find her own way home. Like, that's some cold, hard shit right there, man. Like, if you, if you want to guarantee never to get pussy again or never have sex with a girl, that's how you do it. That's the play right there. If you never want to have sex with a girl, dump her ass in the woods and go get beer. Because she... She got scared. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. That was that was pretty ridiculous. So we cut back to uh, Sean's house and Jacko, this guy gets around. Yes, all right? that's my very next note. Let's talk about that. Because we've seen him go from the woods with the kid, the teenagers, to the, the, the ultra-conservative people's house. Then he's like, now he's like at the Kelly's house in the garage. Yes. Like, how is he fucking getting around so quickly? What is happening? He, not only is he in the garage, he goes inside the house. Yes. And 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 kind of vandalizes Sean's room. So he knocks over a picture and he slices his bed sheet with the scythe. That's, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. So he it's, gets how does he get from into the garage, which normally most garages only have like one way in, and that's the garage door, which there's a line of kids and the Sean's parents out in front of. So how's he even get inside there? And then he gets from the garage into Sean's room all without being seen. And he gets out without being seen too. It's and we literally have the family monitoring everyone going in and out of the yes. garage. Yes. <laughs> and Vivian's there too. Standing by, you know, creepy Viv is, is, uh, is there as well. I, I do love how so I love like we're we're getting to see more of the garage. It sucks. The kids are going inside of it. I like how Vivian. Remember how she said she's going to help out the haunted garage. She just stands there looking all fucking doped up. Yeah, that's all she. She doesn't do anything. She just yeah, you're right. She just stands there, being all creepy like in the background. The dad is in the garage looking, making like because the kids ran out scared because they saw Jacko. He goes in to see what was going on. In the process. He touches a shelf and it just collapses, spilling paint everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's he's like, "Whoops, got to close the garage." It didn't make any sense. No. Uh, I kind of loved it though. Uh, <laughs> we cut to Julie walking in the woods, and there's Jacko. He's watching her walking in the woods now. Yeah, he's back in the woods. 
How does he get there so fast? What is? Yeah, yeah. And then we cut. We cut to a cable repairman. Oh, we don't know where. We don't know where he's at, but there he is. In the and middle of the woods. See? Why is he in the middle of the woods? There's no houses there to work on. What's he doing? What is he in but, there? Uh, <laughs> who else is there? Jacko. Jacko's there too. Okay, first of all, like the cable guy. That's the director of the movie. That this is his cameo appearance. The, the is uh-huh. the, is the director, and holy shit! So not only is Steve Latchell a terrible director, he's also a shitty actor. He's terrible <laughs> in both roles. My God, like, I saw him say, "Why he's out there in the middle of nowhere? He's up on like the cherry pick on the back of his truck in the crane, doing nothing. It's like he's just <laughs> out there, just standing in it, like for no reason, and he lowers himself back down and." <laughs> <laughs> to catch Julie, it makes zero sense. He's not working on anything. But we had we had Jacko in the neighborhood at the Kelly house. And then he's seen stalking Julie. And then he's seen stalking the cable repair guy. And then we cut to the kids, the 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 Ricky and girl walking around. A uh, Robbie, pardon me, Robbie, like the two trick or treater kids that were kind of following. And then they hear noises in the woods, but it's not Jacko. It's Jim who comes riding out of the woods on his motorcycle going, ah! Again, he's on a fucking motorcycle. And they're like, huh? What's that? Huh? I don't hear anything. And he comes out. You would hear a goddamn motorcycle. You, those things are loud as fuck. Everybody knows that. But how does he surprise these kids on a motorcycle, on a fucking Harley-esque motorcycle that's like apparently in stealth mode? Like, it's fucking bullshit. It, there's no way. Like I, I love those. He comes out of the woods. Yes, out of the woods. He's not driving down the street. Where did he go get beer? There's no street. Why are these people in the woods all the time? What is going on in this neighborhood? Like, <laughs> he comes driving out of the goddamn woods on a motorcycle. Harleys are Yuck not him. off-road vehicles. Like, why is he in the woods on a Harley? <laughs> so as the, as the kids run away, he's going, <laughs> and up behind him comes Julie. So Julie shows up. Yeah. And she's like, hey, Jim, why are you scaring those kids? He's like, come on, it's Halloween, babe. I'm having fun. Are you still mad at me? She's like, no. <laughs> Which, did she just see the cable guy get killed? I mean, I'm pretty no, sure. that hasn't happened yet. That, that hasn't happened happen. yet? Okay, all right. Because I was like, I, my notes are like, all right. So, well, spoilers. But, um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, okay. So, at this point, she's like, yeah. She's like, hey, let's go. Let's get out of here. And before they drive off, or Jim's like, for get someone's like, He's like, hey, no, hold on. I, like, I got to check my throttle first. And then he just like does busy work. Like he just moves his throttle around like he's trying to fix. It's so stupid. Like, yeah, I used to own a motorcycle. I used to ride, you know, like I've never been anywhere. And I'm like, oh, I got to check my throttle first. And, you know, it's like, this is absolute garbage riding. It's the lamest excuse for them to like waste time in the woods, I guess. Other than like, you could have gone with so much other things. So many other things, so much better than like I gotta check my throttle. Like it's I gotta so take dumb. a, yeah, let I me take, take a piss. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so we cut to um, the dad, Sean's dad, getting a phone call from Robbie's parents, uh, the trick or treater kids' parents, saying how scared they were and how they're freaked out, and you know it's just so dad's like shit. I need to go find Sean. Vivian, you tell my wife whenever she comes back in that I'm out looking for Sean. Um, we cut back to uh, Jim and Julie in the woods where he's still dicking around this throttle. Uh, he goes, hey, I thought I heard something. Goes into the woods 
and kind of noses around and starts lights up a cigarette and he sees Jacko. He starts giving Jacko the business like, hey, nice costume, butthead. Why don't you get out of here? You're scared of my girlfriend. And He's Jacko's Biff. Like, Jay comes Biff from Back to the Future <laughs> with the butthead. <laughs> That's good. Hey, butthead. Get your echo lantern ass out of here. <laughs> Hello, Jacko. Hello. Think Jacko. Think Jacko. Anybody home? Like, whatever they do. Fucking Biff. I want you to make like a tree and get, <laughs> get out of here. here. <laughs> so... He's giving Jacko the business, but Jacko ain't having it because he raises his scythe and swoosh with a one quick motion. Jim's head comes flying off and bouncing out of the woods, rolls into Julie, who's sitting on the ground, rolls right into her crotch. Right, yep. And right. Jacko, Jacko comes out of the woods, looks at Julie, and Julie just kind of goes, Oh, God, and runs. Yep, she oh, God. No. <laughs> she goes, Oh, God. <laughs> yep. I, okay, there's so much about this scene that I love. Okay, first of all, yeah, the fact that she goes, oh, God, <laughs> no stream or anything is fucking hilarious. And two, I love this decapitation. It's 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 not the worst we've seen, but it's pretty bad. But the best part about it is when the head goes flying off, the camera lingers on the bo- on the headless body. And we just yes. see, and we just see the guys like the Jim's hands like flickering back and forth like ah I, I, you can't see what I'm doing but it's so comical it's, it's like ah it's, it's, it's like one of those like uh, like an old Southern lady who like ew a mouse ah, and her yeah. hands are all flickering yeah. back and forth it's hilarious and then when the head rolls into her lap she picks it up and looks at the facial expression on the fake head is fucking hilarious too it's <laughs> awesome it's just like the conservative guy it's a priceless facial expression on the severed head it is, it is good it is really <laughs> so good. good so julie goes oh god and just runs off yep pretty hilarious uh she comes running out of the mist and the the, the construction guy the cable repair guy looks over into the fog and sees her running out of the fog, screaming, get in the truck, we gotta go, get go, 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 we gotta go, we gotta go. Yeah, and, and keep, like, in, yeah, keep in mind, again, okay, like I said, this cable dude isn't working, and I, I, why is he out there still, I don't know, because he's still not doing anything at all. And I'm glad you brought the fog and the mist, because me, it, it's fucking weird, it's so bad that they didn't think, think about this, but, like, the fog in this movie is always, like, in one one spot, like one one camera angle, I should say. Because when we see Julie come running out of the woods to, or running towards the guy, there's fog all around her. But when it yeah. cuts to the angle of the cable dude, no fog. Like, right. that's such... How do you overlook that? There should be fog. Isn't like, just doesn't just stop. Like, it spreads everywhere. Like, it should be... There's no invisible wall that contains the fog to just this one side uh, of the camera. You know, it should be everywhere. But they didn't fill it all with fog. It, it's so... When you see it, it's so like night and day, like fog, no fog. And because they keep going back and forth between the two shots of Julie and, and the cable guy, one has fog, one doesn't, but they're in this ex- basically the exact same area. They're like right next to each other. There should be fog in both scenes, but there's not. It's really bad filmmaking. It, it's just, they should have not overlooked that. I don't know how they do that. Marshall busting out the meteorological side of uh, horror movies. <laughs> if the weather's in one spot, it should be everywhere. <clears throat> Damn right. So anyway, I, I'm sorry. My notes kind of suck at this point because uh, she's screaming, yelling, hey, we got to go. We got to go. Cable repair guy goes, there ain't nothing out there. And then he gets accident. He gets scythed in the back 
and he's dead. Yeah. Julie runs out the other side of the car. She goes running off into the woods. Pretty much um, never seen again. Nev- yeah, yeah, yeah. She just disappeared. From the point, she's never seen again. We have no idea what happens to her. She just, she runs off into the woods. We cut back to the fat man who likes to laugh and molest Sean, I'm guessing. <clears throat> uh, walking his dog. The dog is just whining and whining, probably because he has to be owned by that fucking terrifying man. What's wrong, Roscoe? Why are you whining? Out comes, out comes Sean's dad out of the woods also? Out of like some wood area? Yeah, what? And the fat man's like, oh my God, you scared me half to death. <laughs> Sean's dad asks him if he's seen him. I saw him in Quigley earlier. <laughs> they were trick-or-treating. <laughs> you know where they went, fat man? I don't know. Probably to get more candy. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> uh, I'm not kidding. No, I'm not He's really kidding. not, guys. He's not, he's, he's not kidding. It, it's that bad. It is that bad. He's got problems. <laughs> we cut back to Sean's house where... Um, the mom finds Sean's room slightly vandalized. Slightly vandalized. <laughs> Dad comes home and, you know, he's like, she, the mom's like, where the fuck were you? Where were you? And he's like, I was looking for Sean. Didn't Vivian tell you? They both look over her and she's drinking all their wine. I think yeah. she had like <laughs> She just kind of gives him a shitty grin like, fuck you. I didn't tell you about your lost son. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? And they still don't kick her out of the house. No. <laughs> like, all right, just go. You didn't tell us about our son, Jesse? No, fine. You know what? Just go in there and drink all, more of our wine and, and eat our food and continue to be creepy. That's fine. No problem. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> so we cut to Quiggs and Sean trick-or-treating. Quiggs is like, hey, man, it's getting dark. There's no other kids around. Let's, let's call it a night. And we got to walk all the way back. And he's like, Sean says, hey, I know a shortcut through the park. As they're walking through the park, uh-oh, Jacko attacko. Here comes Jacko again. Uh, Quigley is like, run, run. And, man, she's acting for, like, she, I got to give her credit, man. She's really, she's not phoning it in. No, I will say, Quigley is by far probably the best in this movie. She's definitely, yeah. he's trying in this thing. She, yeah, she, she's giving it giving it her all, trying to make, you know, uh, you know, chicken salad out of dog shit, basically. And, and uh, she, she's trying. But you can only do so much when, with this garbage. I, I think the saying, the redneck saying you're looking for is making chicken salad out of chicken shit. Uh, yeah, but I was I was taking another level because it's not even the same species, oh. and it's even worse. Like you know, worse. So that's good. Was, good save. Good that's save. That's what there, I was though. trying to do. I guess it didn't, <laughs> didn't play off that well. So no. <laughs> so uh, Quigley's fighting with Jacko as Sean's trying to get away. Jacko knocks out Quigley with the back of the scythe, whack, knocking her down unconscious. And he pursues Sean. He goes chasing after Sean. And he chases Sean for a while. For a this, while, yes. This just chasing goes all over the woods. He falling down into the Republican's house for some reason, where he finds the dead electrocuted woman. Okay, first of all, <laughs> yeah, before we get there, I do want to say for some reason, I guess it's I, maybe it's just the kid's instinct. I don't know, or why. But for some reason, this entire chase scene, Sean never once drops his bag of candy. Not once. If, I, if I'm being chased by a giant pumpkin head demon with a scythe, I'm dropping any, any unnecessary weight I can. Anything that makes me run fast, that bag of candy is gone. But this kid holds on to that candy the entire time. 
that's exactly what's next in my notes. I say, mad props to this kid for not dropping his Halloween candy. <laughs> I noticed it too because it's so glaring. It is. It's <laughs> so glaring. Uh, and there's, there's, the scene is so long, and the kid's like jumping in front of the camera and falling down and spinning and pushing himself back up with his bag of candy, never letting it go. And so, and he said, like, so he, he at one point, he, he runs into the conservator's house. So he gets there and he's just like hiding in their living room, the dead co's living room. And you can see, like, Jack, he's like between the couch and the coffee table, which is made of glass, by the way. It's not, it's, it's completely see through. Like mirrored glass. Mirrored, yeah. And uh, Jacko is like standing on the other side of the coffee table. And in the reflection of the coffee table, you can clearly see Jacko looking directly at Sean, but then like starts to walk like like he doesn't see him. It's bullshit. He clearly can see Sean. There's no way he would have missed him. But Sean gets it's, up and like runs away again. And it's Sean, weird because Sean has, they obviously did that as like a, as a camera trick. Like, oh, we're going to have the camera on Sean, but you can still see the reflection of Jacko. And so it'd be kind of cool little, and it was in, in theory, it's a cool shot, but you're right. His positioning, he should be turned the other way. Yeah. Instead looking right at Sean. Clearly. And like I said, the, the coffee table was made of glass. So even if it was, like, maybe if it was solid, he, like, maybe it blocked him a bit, but you can see right through it. You can see the kid right there, but like, no, oh, I don't know where he is. And then, but like you kind of touched on earlier, Sean this whole time also has a very, very hard time staying on his feet. It's like yeah. there's like his it's like his shoes were coated in butter or something like that. It's, he's just falling all over the place. Uh, it, it's re, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Uh, we cut back to Sean's house where they're arguing Vivian some more. Vivian's like, "I'm hunting this demon. I'm sending Sean out there as a pawn so I can bring the demon out to kill him." They're I'm like, using your son as bait. It's basically yeah. what she tells these people, and they're still like, they're pretty much emotionless. They're like. All right. Like, they don't really seem to care. Like, kinda, they should. Kind of upset, like, if they broke, like, if she broke their window or something. Like, like you, oh, geez, you, you broke my auntie, you know, my grandmother's vase. Oh, right, damn. Right. You used my like, son oh, as bait for man. a demon. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, I know we mentioned once before, but I got, I get, I, it's so even more obvious in this, in this scene that Sean's mother's eyes are even, they're bigger. I mean, it's like her head and her face is Harvey Weinstein and her eyes are like two hot interns just trying to get the fuck out of there. Just trying to get the fuck away. Like, it's fucking hilarious. These, it, It's crazy. I, I appreciate the weird reference. That was a strange one, bro. You got, you got, you're on to something tonight. I don't know what's going on. So, we, so as they're arguing, Sean comes running up to the door Going, hey, let me in, let me in, banging on the door. He made it all the way home, but uh-oh, the door stuck. Can't open the door. We hear, hear the climax again. As soon as he opens the door, we see the kid's gone. Jacko has taken the kid, completely disappeared. Well, you, 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 you forget the fact that while they're struggling to get the door open, you, and you hear we're on the inside of the house now from the parents' point of view. Sean's banging on it, and all of a sudden, you, say, you, you hear like, splat or something like that and all this blood just flies up on the windows of the door just covers the door windows with blood and then they finally get the door open and sean's gone there's no sign of him uh but the only reason i mentioned that is because again for the amount of blood that we see get splashed and smeared all over that wind that door the sidewalk should be a bloody fucking mess and so should the door for that matter but when they, when we when they cut the outside and the parents come out 
there's zero blood anywhere. Not on the yeah, there's but, not, nothing it, on the door. I, I what's about to happen, I kind of understand, but still, there's nothing on the door at all. And that's just again bad continuity. That's just poor uh just awareness on the filmmaker's part not to have something on the door for when they come out because you could clearly see it in the background but yeah i remember that part i just wanted to leave it out because it turned out to be a juice box yeah it was like an old juice cup on the ground and he had a juice box and we got you it's a juice box it doesn't fucking matter you know like like they wasted all this time making the scene and we're wasting this time talking about it fuck this juice box gag fuck it no, uh, I would, yeah, but that one, I just brought up because it's even stupider because they didn't follow through with having it on the door. Like, they just, they do all this point to set this up, but then they don't follow through with it. it it's just. Yeah, stop talking about it. It's making right. me mad. All right. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair so enough. mom and dad are crying, crying, crying. Vivian drops some balls and actually learns how to act a little bit and says, I'm going to save your son. You have to listen to everything I say. And like, okay. Um, They go driving off in Vivian's Corolla. <laughs> Going to just drive randomly trying to find Sean. They come across Jim's bike and his head. Ah! The mom screams. She screams to the fucking people in the cheap seats. And that's when Vivian says, I know where they're going. He, she opens her lock <laughs> and starts saying like weird poems and saying, you know, <laughs> what was it? Um, For those who don't behave, there shall be a shallow grave. To the graveyard! Yeah. <laughs> diddly, 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 diddly. And there should be like one of those spinning, like Scooby Doo transitions at this point. And, like, she, in there, she has a lock. In the lock is the picture of uh, John Carradine, the, the wizard, uh, is yeah. a picture of her. But it just makes it. And again, the, the dad, the mob screams at the severed head. The dad, they're all like kneeling over it. And they kneel over it for a long Like, I'm sorry, if I can't find a severed I'm not going to be spending my time kneeling over it, staring at it, like, oh, fuck, and I kind of back up. These guys just kneel, again, kneel over it like it's just like a discarded tuna sandwich or something on the ground. Like, they don't have, like, other than the mom, they have zero reaction to find this guy's severed fucking head on the ground. It, it, it's terrible. Like, these people are, like, just, it's so bad. I'm sorry. They, they, they decide, okay, we're going we're gonna to go back to the graveyard area, which Vivian knows where it's at because she buried some bodies out there. Of course she does. And uh, we cut to Jacko fucking death-marching Sean to the woods. Oh, uh, God. He's pushing okay. him, and he's stumbling over. As, and he's marching him off to this graveyard area. Again. <laughs> oh. Oh, my. Okay, guys. All right. I'm going to... I don't even know where to begin. From here on out, like the, the, this scene from here to, like, pretty much the... The climax is the worst. I talked all early at the beginning of the episode about how bad this kid is. There, first of all, the kid puts up zero fucking struggle at this point. He's not trying to get away. Jacko isn't even like holding him by the arm and yanking him and making and following or carrying him over his shoulder. Sean's just walking along like he's trick or treat with Lania Quigley again. He's putting up zero resistance. He has no sign of fear. Or, or, or stress or anything. He's just, all right, I'll go with you, Mr. Crazy Demon Pumpkinhead dude. No problem. That's totally fine. Uh, and, uh, okay, so, and then they get to this open grave. They get to this open grave. And, again, Sean does, has zero fear, zero sense of urgency in his face, and he doesn't try to run away or get away or struggle. He voluntarily 
pretty much gets into the shallow grave. He steps down into the grave on his own accord. And then, to make it even worse, he decides to lay down in the grave on his own. He's not being mind-controlled. There's no magic going on. There's nothing. He just lays down in this open grave on his own accord, on his own volition, while the crazy Pumpkinhead dude just stands there. And he's like, Pumpkinhead dude, Jack was probably like, these fuckers are making it easy for me. The one bitch killed herself in a toaster. This guy's just laying down for me. The, the, the girl in the woods just kneeled down for me. Let me kill her. These people are just asking to die. So there's something, I don't know if they're Scientologists, they're trapped in a Scientology world or something like that. These people are just begging to die. And now I'm probably going to get shot or killed by some Scientologist who hears this. I don't know. Anyway, um, so he's, as he's laying down in this grave. This, this soulless husk of a boy that is Sean just says, no, please, no. That's, and that's exactly, exactly how he says it. That's the, I'm not, I am not exaggerating here. That's, that is the, the uh, that's the peak of his emotional range is no, please, no. As Jacko, then, for, <laughs> I guess he forgot his shovel for bearing a body because he takes the blade of his scythe and just kind of like flicks, starts flicking little specks of dirt <laughs> on his shot. Dirt on him. Just kind of getting him dirty, honestly. There, I didn't it, think this does nothing. Trying to bury something, this would take like days to bury somebody like this. It's so fucking bad. It's a goddamn it's joke. Um, so as, as he's getting buried, <laughs> Slowly. He fucking lies there as he's being buried alive. He doesn't struggle. Just slowly getting buried by dirt getting flicked on him. <laughs> and he's just going, no. I mean, he never gets buried. His legs are always out the whole time. Yes, you. that's another big problem. I have a yeah. problem with that. It's, 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 as, as this is happening, Vivian and the family pull up and they open up the trunk and she's like, help me build a cross. And yeah. they take forever to hammer wood back into the shape of another fucking cross. Yeah. So they can fight Jacko with it. What? Okay. <clears throat> the rubber cross. Keep in mind, this thing yes. is clearly made of rubber because in the next scene, when they hold up in front of Jacko, you can see it like bouncing back and forth. The tips of it are shaking back and forth because it's fucking rubber. <laughs> so I guess, I guess Sean is supposed to be buried, even though you can clearly see he's not buried. Clearly. There's this- he's just dirty. <laughs> He's so dirty. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. It's fucking so. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know this is your family. (laughs) The family and Vivian are running through the woods. Mom and Dad fall behind, and Vivian gets there first. Vivian shows up and confronts Jacko. She shows off her necklace, saying, "Hey, you see this? This wizard is the person who released you. I'm a descendant. Go back to hell." Jacko's like. Fuck you, bitch. Yep. Throw the <laughs> into her gut, lifts her off the ground, ah. and, then, and it's clearly a mannequin. It's the worst mannequin. It's so bad. He, he throws her through the air. The mannequin's flopping around, and the actress, the actress jumping onto the ground like, it's, it's the crazy. worst. It's so it's bad. It's it is pretty. It's so bad. It's awesome. It's it just yeah. You wouldn't expect anything else from this movie. Oh um, my god! Oh good. <laughs> and then, okay, and this is where this is where I can even matter. So at this point, like I said, we saw before Vivian shows up. We saw 
Jacko flicking dirt onto Sean, who's, yeah, like I said, maybe has a little bit of dirt on him in an open grave. Nowhere near being even closely to what you would call buried. Uh, so then, but then after Vivian dies, the camera cuts back and we, he, Sean has gone from barely being covered in dirt to fully buried alive in the blink of an eye because Jacko wasn't burying him because he was too busy killing Livian. But we, who, so who the fuck buried him? Because we see Sean, like his hands like push out, crawl out from the dirt and he like sits up and, and crawls out of this, this grave. Like, how did that happen? How did he get covered in dirt? Off? Who buried him? Like, it's so bad. There's the continuity and like the, the, the what I'll call the film spell checking, if you will, in this movie <laughs> is absolute horseshit. It's it's bad. So as as Sean is crawling out of the ground, Jacko is confronting the parents, like knocking him down, about to kill him. Sean fucking pulls an Undertaker, pulls himself out of the ground. Yep. Pulls pulls the cross out of Vivian's dead hands. And says, come on, Jacko, fight me. <laughs> come on, Mr. Pumpkin. This gets Jacko's attention. He turns around, starts coming at Sean, and he's holding the cross upside down with yeah, the longer and yeah, point. Sean, yeah, Sean's like, he says, leave my parents alone. He says that with all the urgency of a fucking lawyer who's paid by the minute. That's how urgent <laughs> he is about his fucking parents being attacked by a demon. Leave my parents alone. And you're right. He's holding the he's holding the cross upside down at that point. Yeah. So, <laughs> so as as Jacko's coming for him, Dad grows some nuts and pulls a William Shatner and like double axe handles him on the back, like shoulder block, like tackles him kind of. Yeah, it's more of a tackle. He's kind of, I don't even know if it's a tackle. He's kind of bumps into him. <laughs> like, yeah, he runs like, into him. Like, I think what happened? So, trips over shoelaces and bumps into. <laughs> yes, him. I was like, he probably actually like tripped and fell into Jack. Like, I don't think it was intentional. I think he just tripped into Jacko. It was all Jacko, accident. Jacko gets knocked forward and then impaled on the cross. Yep, that Sean is holding. He kind of starts to wiggle and go back and forth. And then he kind of catches fire slash disintegrates in all 1990s CG glory. I This death, like, you're right. Like, Jack it, it, dead. The, the CGI is weird. Like, he starts to, like, like the, the, the effects aren't on it. It's like they just put them in front of Jacko. It's not, like, on it. It's like, you know, like, green's like, they just yeah. put the effects on in front of him. So there's like this shimmering effect where it's kind of like smoke or water kind of like shimmers a bit, like this woman. And then he catches on fire and explodes. But once that, <laughs> but then when the smoke, when the fire evaporates, he's still there. And yes. then he explodes a second time. And that's when he goes, <laughs> he explodes twice. <laughs> like what? <laughs> he explodes uh. twice. <laughs> he fucked it up. Like, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> how do you explode twice? So, oh. he's, got, he's dead. He <laughs> he's, yeah, he's dead. gone. He's gone. The family has a really awkward looking hug. Very awkward looking. <laughs> Very awkward looking hug. Because these uh, people are aliens. It's like, is this how people hug? I don't know. We hug here, right? Is that the normal thing to do? I, I don't know. Let's, let's just do it. Like, yeah. The humans are watching. Act natural. <laughs> like, that's what they're trying to do. I don't know. Then we hear a rooster crow in the distance. <laughs> And the dad says, it's going to be dawn soon. We better get going home. What? We, we, <laughs> we cut to the daytime, and we see a storm drain, like a sewer. And out of the sewer crawls Julie. Yes. Julie crawls out of the sewer. 
The last <laughs> time we saw her, she escaped from Jacko and he killed a cable man. How so I guess she ran door? off and hit a fucking storm drain and killed daylight. Just hang out in the Ninja Turtles, I guess. Like, why is she in the sewer? But before that, like, okay, first, yeah. So, first, I want like the fact that a rooster crows and a what? So you're telling me this whole thing took like twelve hours? Like when we like when Sean was like, what time was he out trick or treating? Like three in the morning? Like no wonder there's nobody outside and he's going to. It's, if that's the time, because there's no way that that much that amount of time passed between when Sean and Alia quickly got separated and Sean starts running for his life. To it being like four or five in the morning now, like it would have been like nine o'clock at night. Like that's insane. And then like oh. b- before we see Julie climbing out of the fucking sewers, there's a shot of 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 of, uh, of Sean and his mother kneeling over Arthur, Ke- like the grand would have been like I guess the great grandfather or something like that. Oh, Arthur, yeah. Arthur Kelly's gravestone, and they right, for, right. they put flowers like wildflowers on his grave. For a guy they've never met, it's weird. Like, why? Okay, that's weird. Um, it's not like he—it's not like his ghost came and saved him. Like, oh, now we need to pay respects to this guy because he saved us. But now they do that. The mom puts the scythe on the grave, so just leaves it there. Like that shit's irresponsible. Take that shit and dispose of it properly. Get rid of that fucking thing. You don't leave a scythe out in the ground. For somebody else to find. It's pretty like, bad. That's... So we cut back to Julie, or should I say, you know, generic April O'Neil coming out. Because she is wearing that's a fucking, yellow jacket. Yeah, she's wearing a fucking yellow jacket. That That's great. I, fu- she, she <laughs> I comes love it. She's pulling like, like a dollar store <laughs> April O'Neil. <laughs> comes climbing out of the sewers. Walks over to the park, which just happens to be right there. And Quiggs sits up and she's like, oh, I don't feel good. Yep. Quiggs sits up and they give you a hug and they're like, oh my God, what a crazy night. They look over and see the family walking down the street like, hey, Sean. Yeah. How's it going? Hi, how you doing? They hug awkwardly again. It's like she runs over to, Quiggs runs over to Sean and she starts kneeling down to hug him because he's a short kid. Yep. And then he kneels, and then she has to kneel down further, and then he almost lays down. Yeah. Because again, this kid's an alien. He doesn't know how to act human. <laughs> they, they're trying. He's like, he doesn't know what the fuck to do. This alien in a human body is trying to act natural, but doesn't know what to do. That's the only explanation I have for this kid. Like, it's they insane. Walking off into the sunset as the dad says, "I'm hungry. Breakfast is on me." And yeah. Bridge is like, "Could Ooh. use some pie." Anything ice but cream. pumpkin. Yeah, anything but pumpkin pie. Like, this is, oh my God, this is my final one. So after having a fucking night from hell where they're being stalked and people being killed by a pumpkin-headed demon, near-death experiences for pretty much everybody, they just go back to normal like nothing fucking happened and head off down the street to go get some fucking ice cream. Like, none of these people are human. This, These are, God damn. Like, no People would react this way rationally. Like, holy shit, we have time. To, we need to process this. We just survived a terrible ordeal, and they're just walking down like, let's go get some fucking ice cream and a biscuit or something like that, or a bagel. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Uh, God damn. So roll credits, and as we roll the credits, it's sitcom style credits. Yes, it they is. Sitcom style where it's like they have like a, they showed parts of the movie where it's like 
starring Lena Quigley. And she opens the door and goes, huh. Yeah, and, 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 then, and they show shots of me like where the dad opens the door when, when she shows the babysitter. They open the door and there's Lena. She's like, hi, freeze frame, Lania Quigley. Like, it's yeah. so 80s, like 90s, like 80s sitcom. It, it's it's unbelievable. It's, oh I, have, my God. I don't think I've ever seen that in a movie. Oh. I, mean, I don't know if I've ever seen that in a movie. I'm doing that. I mean, I, I think I, I've did seen it, it before. I, I've seen we. It's happened on this movie and on the show before. We've had some people do like a few movies do this freeze frame crash, but not like this. Not as bad as this because the music and it's 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 weird. It doesn't fit. It's so odd. Like I don't like in the past. Like in other movies, they've done it on the show. Like. When they do the freeze frame credits with the picture of the you know freeze frame, it's normally like the per like that character's death scene or something like that. They they all that suddenly quick and to be like Lania quickly would be like dead with her slit thro throat slit or something like that. And that not like her like waving to the camera like hi as she somebody opens the door. It's so awkward and weird and out of place. But yeah, I I, I don't know what they were thinking here. I I just don't understand at all. So that's Jack. That's Jacko. That's the movie. That's fucking Jacko. Jesus Christ. All right, so um, <laughs> let's move on to this week's um, favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, man. This is... <laughs> I, think we both, I think I know where we're both going, but Aaron, what's your favorite kill this week? While I enjoyed Jim getting his head cut off and the wacky blood stump hands and all that and the head rolling out, that was fun. It's got to be... The Republican woman getting electrocuted by the toaster, slipping on the rug. It was so bonkers. I think <laughs> I'm going to try and film it and post it on Instagram because everyone has to see this. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to waste people's time. Uh, hands down, same thing. Yeah. That, that toaster death is insane and so fucking crazy. Uh, absolutely 100%. I agree with you on that. So let's just move on to the odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right. Ratings. IMDb gives this thing a 3.4 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, there is no official thermometer score, but it has a 13% audience score. So that's pretty, pretty fucking low. Uh, Amazon, two and a half out of five. So didn't even make the three-star Amazon. That is average that we see on almost everything else. Two and a half on yeah. Amazon. Uh, plot keywords, there were several. I wrote down four. Um Again, Aaron, get ready with your, your beatbox jams because we got psychotronic film as uh, another plot <laughs> keyword. Psychotronic. Shower scene, topless female nudity, and attempted child murder are plot keywords, which really makes me question and worry about the people up there that are typing attempted child murder for movies they want to see. Like, if you're typing in that for a movie, like, I want to see a movie with that, I really worry about you, and these people need to be on a watch list. Um, <laughs> so, uh, trivia. Uh, trivia for this movie. There are some things. Uh, Lania <laughs> Quigley, she worked on the film for only three days. They did all her stuff in three days. Uh, doesn't surprise me there. Um, she was in a lot. I'm actually kind of surprised by that. Yeah, but if you really think about it, all of her shots were, like, either in the house or very like isolated, they, they could have done it, you know, real easily. Um, in the shower, yeah, the shower scene, of course. Um, the scenes at the Kelly's at the at the house at the main at the Kelly home were actually shot at uh, director Steve Latshaw's house, so he used his own house for that. Makes uh, sense. The film was shot on weekend only on weekends. There was a weekend shoot. Um, the Watson couple, which is the uh, over the top conservative couple. 
was actually based on actual conservative couple that Steve, uh, director Steve Latshaw knew as a kid growing up. So he just took some referencing, like, over, like basically turned into caricatures. And now take this with a grain of salt because I don't know about this one. I really don't, but I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, supposedly, Tim Burton actually said that this movie is what inspired the character Jack Skellington in A Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I don't know about that. I have a hard time seeing that Jacko is the, is, <laughs> is the inspiration for Jack Skellington. Um, moving on, uh, budgets. Unfortunately, I don't have, there was no, uh, budget information I could find. So we just move on to that. And that brings us to our five star reviews. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. versus wrong, light versus dark. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat combat? All right, so five-star reviews. There are only 15 reviews total on Amazon for this movie. Uh, 11% are five-star, with 36% being one-star. Ouch. Um, yeah. So the one five star review that was written down that I wrote um, is kind of lengthy, but I got to read it because it's just, I can't believe somebody wrote this about this movie. So, all right, from Scott Davies. Um, I wonder if he's related to Eric, uh, but I doubt it. Um, so he writes This movie has been a yearly classic in my house since its release. It, it's so amazing. So amazingly bad that one with the proper mindset can love it as a piece of accidental cinematic gold. I was amazed when I saw this on an upcoming DVD release schedule. Needless, needless to say, I snapped it up as soon as it was released. Each of the characters are so unlikable and irritating. One almost thinks it was done on purpose. All the acting is exceptionally bad with the actor, quote unquote, having something in particular that makes them stand out in their own bad way. Poor Vivian, the woman that comes from nowhere to attempt to save the day, has this nagging problem with her mouth that makes her appear as if she's being grossed out on a regular basis. Mom has these extra large eyes that open beyond belief at any opportunity. The ultimate worst is Sean, the little boy who's pumpkin man's target. The boy is so deadpan and bored looking that you can get the impression that his real father, the film's director, forced him to be in the flick. That or the boy just has zero personality. He delivers his lines like no while being buried by Jacko and leave my mom and dad alone with the most bored tone that you expect a yawn to follow. Hysterical and his blatant badness, the few destinies appear to incorporate dummies made from in a children's art class. Another example of a really bad scene after meeting Sean, Vivian is outside his home talking to his parents. Sean goes in the house, falls down, and has a vision of Jacko. Moments later, Vivian picks him up and while looking at mom, states that Sean had a bad dream. Okay, three in the afternoon, the boy goes in the house for 20 seconds, but still has the time to fall asleep in the middle of the floor and have a bad dream with no one acknowledging it as odd? Okay. There's really no need to explain the plot. That's not even the interest. 
that's not even of interest to someone that can appreciate this movie. It's purely cheap badness of all of it. I'm still waiting for the sequel. Five stars. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I guess kind of a five-star review, but basically he's ripping, but again, acknowledging how terrible it is, but. Part of me was thinking, did you write that? <laughs> no, I would No, I did not write that. Um, all right, one-star reviews. I wrote, there's a few here, but they're pretty short. From Freak Bag, a very poor attempt at a B-movie. Apparently, it's very hard to make a purposefully stupid movie these days. Boring, not bad enough to be good, not cheesy enough to laugh at, no compelling gore, an occasional chuckle from the sixth-grade school play script. One star. Amazon customer writes, Jacko is doubtlessly one of the most ridiculous horror movies I've ever seen. It's so bad, it's insulting. The effects are so ridiculous, you don't know if to laugh or cry. The so-called actors should get another job. Even Lania Quigley is disappointing. And the dialogues are as low as they can get. But what is really detestable is that they put in some material featuring John Carradine, who died years before Jacko was made, and then use another guy in the wide shots. How stupid do these guys think the audience is? Next time, next time producer Fred Olin Ray should direct himself and not the obviously untalented Steve Latshaw. One star. Bobo writes, this movie is, and not kidding, the worst movie I've ever conceived in the history of filmmaking. There are only three movies I hate, and this is definitely one of them. The film should be burnt, the worst movie ever, one star. And lastly, from Devon John Felder, he writes, I watched this movie by accident, and I still regret it two weeks later. I love B-movies, but this one puts them all to shame. The plot is so weak, I found myself trying to make one up just so I could continue watching. If you are a fan of actors that not only cannot act, but have no heart and the story that isn't really there, watch it. But if not, avoid it at all costs. One star. All right. So that's what other people had to say about this movie. Aaron, what's your final breakdown? What's your final thoughts on Jacko, AKA Jacko Lantern? So bad. It's good. Are you serious? Are I'm you serious. Fucking man. serious. All right. I know. No, no, no. We're, you and me, we're done. Seriously, man. You and me, we're fucking done professionally. <laughs> I can't. No. Fuck that. No. 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 All right. Quit, quit giving me Christian Bale. God damn it. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. It was so bad. It was so stupid. The acting was horrible. I couldn't wait to see more of it. The, the characters are hateable. I couldn't wait to watch them die. You got boobies. You got weird kills. You had the most insane over-the-top electrocution I've ever seen. <laughs> I was having so much fun watching it. Gotta check it out. So bad it's good. <laughs> I'm I'm fucking stunned, man. I, I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, uh, Unfucking believable. That's all was, I can say. I can't handle it. <laughs> it was just so bonkers bad. It was so bad. Like, ugly bad. I'm the, I, couldn't, I couldn't take my <laughs> eyes off it. I couldn't take my eyes off it. I'm the opposite train, man. I'm so bad at scary. Like, this movie, to me, was complete dog shit. Yes, the electrocution kills over the top, but otherwise the kills aren't enough to keep me in it. The dialogue is terrible. The acting is terrible, but not... This movie is like a chore to get through. It's like I feel like I'm it's a job to get through this movie. That, in my opinion, like I had, it's so boring and it feels so much longer than it is. And it, it's I just I cannot recommend this. I say no. So bad, it's scary. Um, Please 
completely disagree. I, I, that's fine, man. We can we can disagree on this one, but God, check this damn. movie out. You've got to watch it. No, Please go in. No, go don't. In don't watch this movie. <laughs> you got to see it. So bad it's good. So bad it's scary. And that that final word, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we can disagree. Uh, look, I guess, guys, it's up to you then. Uh, I hate to say watch it and judge for yourself, but because I say don't watch it. Don't watch it. But uh, <laughs> it's up to you, to, I guess, to make your own decision on it. Uh. All right, that's gonna wrap us up for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with our actual uh, Halloween episode, which will obviously be released after Halloween. You know, just based on when we're recording, when we release, but it will will be our Halloween episode in uh, studio. Yeah, I think we're actually gonna be in studio for the first time in like months. It's gonna it's been a long time, um, and I believe we're gonna have a very special guest come back. Uh, a guest we haven't had on a long time is coming returning. I hope. Uh, I'm not going to guarantee it because you never know what's going to happen, but we should have a good guest coming back. And uh, I will say right now, the movie we're doing is Halloween five is our Halloween movie for this year. Uh, so you can look forward to doing that. Um, anything else? Which I, one is that the, the curse is that the curse or the return or the, the revenge? No, uh, four is the return of Michael Myers. Cause they came back after number three. Five, I thought was the curse, but now I'm thinking six was the curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, uh, I think this is the revenge of Michael Myers. Yeah, five might be the revenge then, because uh, yeah. I guess he's coming back to get the kid and, and Ellie Cornell's character. Uh, yeah, because this this yeah. is like the Pink Panther movies. They had the return of the Pink Panther, the the revenge of the Pink Panther, and the curse of the Pink Panther. Yeah. And, my, and Halloween did them all too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll be back with that Halloween 5 next week. Uh, so in the meantime, Moon Goons, you know what to do. Watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight.